We're live. Kia everybody. What's up? It is Robert. It is a Saturday and I am yes. in, uh, we're, hopefully this, this um, lag isn't too bad or it's, as long as the audio is right, I don't care if my face is a bit funky. I'm joined by Ben Rose. How are you, my friend? Good, mate. How are you? Uh, okay. As you can see, I'm, I've set up not full studio. We're like home hanging. We've got my father-in-law's outside mowing, mowing the lawn where I'm, I'm inside freestyling it. But I wanted to have some type of at least level of professionalism. So I thought that I would hold the microphone through a USB cable to try and look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Mate, sit, sitting in a, in a random room is pretty pretty coronavirus. So you're all good. Nah, I'm, I'm safe. Uh, ben Rose, for those who don't know, we've done this a couple of times now. But give everyone, uh, give the, the viewers and listeners a quick 101 to who you are and what you do. Um, so I'm uh, British, been in New Zealand for 15 years, um, started off in advertising, um, overseas advertising in, in New Zealand, and then went client side and ended up running sales and marketing for uh, businesses like um, ASB, NIB and stuff. And as of uh, earlier this year, um, amazing timing, obviously, um, I've been running a business revenue growth consultancy called The Growery. Now, let's talk about that. You've yep, been there before, let's. but I think a lot has changed since the last time we had a quick interview. <laughs> you left a extremely well-paying six-figure job as general manager of newspaper for stuff to start mm, a startup. Mm. What a month! Good, good time ago. This happened. <laughs> and maybe yep, it's the case yep. study for the growery. You figuring how to grow the growery during this time and Correct. you document the whole thing. <laughs> I reckon that's exactly <laughs> so right. Good. Yeah, totally, um, totally. So, so let's maybe. Uh, let's let's go there for a second what do you think has been the biggest challenge for you in the last two weeks since this happened it's been striking the balance between keeping my business going and paying the bills so that you know the family can eat and being sensitive to how clients are actually going through kind of shit themselves and just striking that balance between doing business and not doing business and working out, you know, when's the right time to talk and not talk. Yeah, the the, the thing on the startup side, right, when you kick off and then you, you go, usually you enter into a market that is running. Um, a lot of businesses right now were running and now have been stopped. You're a startup that is, is starting while they are, they are stopped. For businesses right now, and I, I kind of want to, I guess, really get into is in a nutshell, it's revenue. Would it be revenue as a service, growth as a service? What was the right the right wording that you you use? So helping businesses sell more stuff. So, so yep. I call I call it a revenue growth consultancy, but it's it's pretty much helping customers, um, helping helping our clients sell more of their product to more customers. Um, Kairuku says, "Kia ora, bro." Oh, kia ora. Good morning on this on the Saturday. What's up? Uh, if anyone's watching, you've got a question for Ben. Feel free to ask if you're a, a business owner. If you're in the mix, I want to understand the sales or growth or bits and pieces. Um, feel free to to comment below and get into it. Um, obviously, I'm in America, so this is still Friday afternoon, Saturday there. It's a, it's a, it's a casual mellow start to to the Saturday. Um, coronavirus business. What do you think is the biggest effect? What do you think the biggest challenges that that businesses are facing at this exact very second? Where do you think they're at, and what do you think is is the the biggest um, thing that's going on that's going to be an issue for these uh, New Zealand businesses moving forward? So I think just a lack a lack of having a plan because how, and how could you have a plan for something that's not happened before? So you know, all all businesses think about business continuity. Big businesses have you know 
have enor enormous plans for these sorts of things. Small businesses don't. But really, I think the, the biggest challenge for people right now is working out what does my business look like in the future? Who are my customers going to be? And how can I meet their needs? And right now, I think we've got some hints as to what might be the answers, but we don't yet have the answers. So I think I think that lack of certainty is going to be one of the biggest challenges. And you know, businesses and share prices are built on certainty. I think that's that's yep. the one thing we haven't got right now. I've been thinking about it like it's been forced tough conversations, forced crazy spreadsheet looking, forced employee redundancies, forced rent holidays, navigation of in out money cash flow sort of everything if you were a small business owner in new zealand right now what would the priority for your time be in these next seven days cash cash i i, th I think right right now the focus for everybody is making sure that they can continue to pay the bills that they need to pay mortgage rent food suppliers um so so right now cash is the is the is absolutely king so um I, if you're talking seven days i think that's where we're at um I, I think pretty quickly, though, now that we've all got over or we're getting over the, the novelty of working from home and offices being closed, I think particularly small businesses, we're now saying, OK, so now I need to start reforming my commercial plan, because if I'm going to survive this um, and if I'm you know, going to do OK after this, I, my business needs to to think quite differently. And so. You know, I, I think one of the one of the one of the um, the good things, and you know, all crises have lead to opportunities. I think one of the good things is it's going to make businesses really focus back on the consumer. And very often, you know, in good times, that kind of stops happening, and you end up with businesses that focus a bit more on themselves than the consumer. So, I think right now, anyone who wants to su succeed has to think, okay, what now do consumers want? What do they need? And how could I, as a business, meet those needs for them? in this new world. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting one, right? Because the the point of that, after this waves finish, it's almost a time to stop and reset an entire business. You can look at everything from a different angle. You can look at every single process that exists in your business organization, every single touch point to the consumer, every single bit of additional opportunity to add value throughout the, the whole chain of supply and interactions with everyone. And actually even just a bigger thing, I was like, should we actually be in business? Is this Correct. the right business? Right I, I think you know? this, this, is, this is actually an amazing opportunity for, you know, a lot of people who are lucky enough to still be in businesses that are, you know, that are viable. They've got four weeks right now where there, there, there is some proper time to spend. And we're always complaining about lack of time to, to strategize and think about our business plans. Now they've got time to think, actually take a zero base and go, what, what does this new world mean for my business and, and what should we do? So rather than saying, where can we shave off a few dollars, a few cents here? What processes can we improve? What you know, standard operating processes can we write? Actually look at the big picture and say, what does this mean for me as a business? Like if you, if you look at businesses like um, my food bag, for example, you know, the, the speed that they turned around their backup box, you know, that's, that's pretty impressive. If you look at recruitment companies who have pivoted in the last few days and um, their businesses have been wiped out. Now they're looking at essential service providers, looking at their recruitment. Those those are businesses who are taking the opportunity here to really focus on what what could this mean for us as a business, and 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 I think it's very rare that we all have the chance to do that. Yeah, it's a in many ways it's like a forced reset button for every different commercial organisation that exists in New Zealand, and every you can one. yeah. 
And, and that, that time, you're also right, because the classic is we'll get around to we don't have enough time, we don't have enough resource, blah, blah, whatever it is. It's almost even the playing field. And that's, in many ways, it's kind of, um, it's probably going to make a whole bunch of stronger businesses out the end of this, right? Well, like, I think I think I think I think yeah. there'll be two halves. There'll be the businesses that survive; they'll they'll change and be, and become stronger. There'll be the ones that don't survive, and there'll be people who will have be forced to come up with new opportunities and new ways to earn money effectively. So, so I, th I think there'll be there'll be a whole lot of um, new ideas popping up, and we, we've seen that over the last few days. Um, new ideas popping up that didn't exist before, but I think out of necessity, a lot of people are going to look need to look at new new revenue streams and new business models. Yeah. The industries right now that you think have the biggest opportunity coming out the, the 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 back of this, where do you think those those big sort of macro opportunities for New Zealand business potentially lie? If you're a, I guess, small business owner that you're not um, that you you're going through whatever right now. So I'd I'd start to uh, think about what habits have changed in the short term and and what's going to continue in the long term. So if you think about media consumption, if you're a provider of in-home media right now. Fantastic. That's, that's probably a good place to be. Can you hear me? <laughs> Too bad we don't have. Yeah, no. But I was just saying that, that's that's me in home in home media. Too bad we don't have um, sponsors, supporters, a business model, any type of paywall, any type of any commercial <laughs> revenue. But no, it's not about that. It's about the intent of what we're doing, trying to help other New Zealanders through this struggling time and leveraging my Rolodex to do so. So, but please Correct. continue. Basically, everyone except me, go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So, so look, I, I I'd be looking at what habits have have changed as a, as a result of this, and that's going to lead to opportunities. So, in home media, for example. People are going to be spending a lot more time at home, whether this lockdown lasts for four weeks, eight weeks or whatever. Being at home uh, will be will be a, a thing. Um, uh, if you were if you're an event organizer, for example, um, you know, you'd be looking at different ways to to leverage your skills. So you might be starting to look at the way people are using Zoom for virtual meetups, virtual get togethers. Yep. How do you monetize that? You know, if you were a luxury goods provider, um, Frankly, people are going to be losing jobs and having less money to spend. So you might want to look at how you focus on attributes of safety and reliability, because those are things mm -hmm. that are going to matter to people who are going through, you know, anxiety, and, that, and that, that's not likely to change for a, for a good while. Um, have a think about um, have have a think about uh, property. You know, if you were a commercial property vendor. Or, or agent, you probably want to start having a look at residential because um, businesses yeah. whose workforces have experienced working from home and probably quite like it, they're going to start thinking about: Do we need to have that office building? Yeah, you know. So, so there's changes like that that I think I think are going to happen, and the businesses that succeed, um, I believe, are the ones that are looking at that right now and spending these four weeks on pivoting their business and working out how they could be one of the first to offer a proposition in, yeah. in that area. Um, how do you think our response has been from government to support business during this time? It feels like it's gone very rapid, very fast, and they've executed extremely timely for, for the market. And clearly, we've gone early and we've gone hard. Um, how have you thought about the response so far from a government perspective, thinking about? Outstanding. And it oh, can... Outstanding. Outstanding. I mean, it's made me it's made me really proud to to be a New Zealander and to live in New Zealand. I think the the way they turned um, a policy around in days and released cash mm. to businesses and individuals that needed it, phenomenal. Um, the application process, having gone through it myself, um, 
I thought was was impressive. It was trust based. Um, it, it it was it was fast. It was simple. It was easy for people to get their heads around. So it didn't lead to huge compliance and people needing to consult specialists. It just enabled people to get to money to pay their bills when they need it. So, look, I think fantastic. Is it the right thing to do? Who knows? No, nobody knows. And lots of governments around the country are doing things very differently. But right now, um, it feels good to be uh, living living in this country instead of others. So yeah, it's. It, I was talking to Vic Crone, um, CEO of Callaghan, yesterday about it, saying how we're really surprised at, see, when it is actually possible for governments to move fast. It is actually possible for corporates to move fast. It is actually possible for these big businesses who everyone gives so much shit for being so big and slow that they're the big cruise ships that don't do anything. I call bullshit on it because it is possible. It can be done. And it takes, unfortunately, certain big things to happen before thing, things like this. Do you do you feel, I've been calling it kind of like a new day for a new New Zealand, like a, a, is a new way of working, new way of existing, I guess, as, as a nation. Do you feel that this at the end of it, business will be stronger, businesses will be more tech-enabled? What do you think the future of New Zealand businesses looks like at the end of this? For those that didn't even know what, I guess, Microsoft Teams was, 48 hours ago, now trying to figure out how these things work. How do you think the shift of old world to new world actually would look like in the in the commerce as we head out of this thing? Well, I think I think the first point to recognize is we're going to have a big bill to pay at the end of this. You know, the, this money that's yeah. being, being given out, that's going to come from somewhere, you know, and we're, we're the ones who are going to pay for it. So so I think I don't think um, it's the new dawn of governments, um, you know, paying paying universal basic incomes and that sort of thing personally. Um, but but I, I do think the business is going to change quite significantly. So if I if I look at how we're working today, many businesses and absolutely not all, but many businesses, particularly professional services ones, working from home hasn't been the um, disaster many feared it would be. And no. it's 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 actually, you know, a lot of businesses are operating contact centers, they're operating a customer service, they're operating back office people from home. So so I think there will be a lot of people who say, you know what, actually, uh, I quite like not having travel time wasted in my day. Yep. I quite like this flexibility. So I think I think certainly it's going to change those sorts of dynamics. Um, I think it will make us more efficient because now sitting at home, getting through a lot more work in the day without having to travel from you know place to place for face to face meetings, um, we're, we're just going to see better productivity. The the question I think we have to answer is. Um, can have we got enough capacity as an economy to accommodate those people whose livelihoods did uh, rely on the old way yeah. of doing things on events on face to face on travel you know yep and, and even on that point too I, I was just thinking from an employee's perspective if you've got a pretty um good knowing boss and you've got the ability to work from home i mean sh sure in certain scenarios like say if you're in a call center or whatever surely they, they almost would ha might have some some leeway or leverage to say hey why don't doesn't my my work pay for a room at my house? You know, why not? Absolutely right. Absolutely yeah. right. Um, about working remotely on mass is it forces leaders to step up to the plate because when you're uh, a manager of a team of people, you can see where they're sitting, you can judge their productivity by bums on seats. When they're working from home, you as a leader have to know exactly what the outcomes are that. They're tasked with. You also yeah. have to be able to manage their productivity and their engagement much more proactively than just by by osmosis. So yes. I, think, well, if, I think if you're sitting really there, doesn't mean you're necessarily doing the right work. Right. And then That's remotely, right. it's, it's trust in the team. Plus, 
it's actually validating the point of as long as the output is what we agreed, who cares how I get to that point, right? It's yeah. going to change leadership and change the way businesses actually can operate moving forward. I, I think it's really going to separate separate the wheat from the chaff because it's actually it's a lot easier to manage a team uh, reactively by just sitting near them and just you know facing things as they come along. When you're managing a team and leading a, a group of people remotely, you've got to be a lot more conscious and deliberate about your leadership. So I, I think it will be it's a positive in in that sense that post Corona, I think there'll be higher level expectations on leaders, which I think is a good thing. I agree. Uh, Jordan Frizzell says, uh, how has it directly affected your business being seen as you've recently started it? I guess for you and your business. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I've got um, I've got a client who is a bank um, who came on before this happened. That's SBS Bank. Thank you, guys. Love you. Um, so, Thank you, so SBS. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> we, we miss with you, SBS. Guys, um, <laughs> Great time in SBS. So, SBS, SBS, SBS. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 uh, so did, did I mention SBS? No. So, um, yeah, so, so that's been awesome. But... Um, the conversations I was having to build a pipeline of, of, of clients have just stopped. Um, so my, my, my business plan has changed quite significantly. Um, so at the moment, a um, bit of a hiatus starting to um, reshape the approach that I take post this and work out, you know, when's the right time to get back into the market and when people are up for these sorts of conversations. So yeah, it's had a big, yeah. big impact, big impact. Could you just, obviously we spitballing, but we kind of seem to do this when we have our chats. Could you do virtual consultancy for equity on the upside of of businesses? Like, if you you've got access, like, like right, say now, is there any type of is there a consult type of consultancy that exists that can virtually do diagnostics of businesses, find gaps, and and negotiate? Like, are there virtual consultancies like this that that do equity deals? Um, so, so that's 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 kind of the model that I had and have. Um, so, so but in, but in person, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in in person, but some people, you know, some people. So, so SBS, for example, are in Invercargill um, or Christchurch. So, a lot of what I do, being professional services, you can do by video. So, so it's fine. And in terms of remuneration, I'd had lots of conversations with businesses about fee for service, revenue share, equity. So, so I think all of those things are are absolutely possible. And and, and look, working from home and normalisation of video calling will be a positive thing for for my business in the long term because it opens yeah. up my market. You know, I can I can I can have people working with me for me in different places, and I can have clients kind of kind of around the world. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Philip Murray, who's the GM at AFED Limited, said, spot on, you have to trust in your staff and importantly, you have to have the tools in place to allow you to measure their performance re remotely. What are some of the effective tools that you could use to manage this remote process? So I guess if you're a leader or a business uh, owner, we've got staff going. Um, do you know any bits and pieces of, of what you've seen potentially working in the marketplace or the ecosystem? So... Um I actually don't think you, apart from having a decent platform like like a Zoom or a you know a, a Microsoft Teams, so you can connect with them and you can speak with them, engage with them, uh, awareness of what their their outputs are. You don't need new systems. That's your that's your existing stuff. So so when when I was at ASB um, and we moved from um, out the Albert Street office to North Wharf and went open plan and work work you know um, activity based working people working in the office out the office, we went through all of that and we realised at that point that actually you need to have processes in place as a leader anyway, a work in progress, decent KPIs for your staff, decent one-on-ones, you know, all, all the stuff that you really you should have in place as a leader, 
that's all you need if you if you take their location out of the conversation you don't need new systems you know it's about knowing what they're what they're accountable for knowing if they're delivering it or not and helping them deliver that whether that's through coaching upskilling um looking at the tools they've got so so i don't actually think you need new tools and new platforms um yeah it's just it's, just it's better communication well yeah and, and it is and i and i think i think one of the positives of this whole situation is it's holding us all accountable to be doing things better um mm. not necessarily differently you know it, it's holding businesses now to be saying well am i meeting the needs of my consumers it's how you know looking at leaders making sure they're leading well it, you know C, cb you were talking to cb woodhouse the other day and he was talking about you know lazy decisions businesses make when when money's cheap um and i and i think in boom times, we all can get a bit lazy, individuals and businesses. So I think I think now it's on all of us to make sure we're lifting our game and adding value as businesses and individuals. And, and as leaders, I think that's that's the case now more than ever. He says, "Great answer." So well done, um, oh, uh, Kodoku says. I totally agreed in regarding to being innovative and creative. When you imagine people, I was responsible for sixty people. The relationship you have with your staff can make or break you. I would totally agree. And I think it's probably tough for those, a lot of these businesses, managers and owners. Now, if you've got 62 staff and, you know, I had a friend that had to lay off, you know, over 20 people the, just the other day due to the yeah. situation. It's, it's not, it's, it's not easy and it, and it brings a lot of stress and pressure. And, and I think there's going to be a lot of um, mental baggage and mental weight that a lot of these uh, crew are going to be having. Um, uh, Manarangi says, uh, he's a founder, board member, trust, trustee and mentor says, uh, what industries do you think are going to be the clear winners when out of the other side, given the digital transformation going on at the moment? That is a question from from Ricky. Thoughts? Uh, I think supermarkets will do all right. Um, <laughs> Food, I, I think, essentials. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, th I think one of one of the the big industries which is which has changed in the last week is telehealth in New Zealand, telemedicine. So telemedicine, until um, a number of weeks ago, you just could not get permission to do that unless you had a very specific community outcome. So for example, uh, Lance O'Sullivan's um, foundation, Imoco, um, delivering yep. telehealth to um, deprived communities up north. That was fine. Other G you know, GPs in major cities just couldn't do it. Whereas now, every single GP practice in New Zealand is offering telemedicine. Um, so I, I think that is going to yeah. be absolutely huge. So, so I think, look, I think, you know, um, remotely delivered services like like that will be will be huge. Um, I, I think um, I, I think professional services will do okay because, um, as you know, as I, as I said before, you can now deliver coaching and um, advice kind of from anywhere to anywhere. So I think I think that will that will go. That will go well. Um, I, I think anything where the outcome is about safety and certainty, I think is going to be is going to be really interesting at the moment. So if you think about brands like a you know a Volvo versus a Rolls Royce, you know I, I yeah. think think about those, those kind of companies. I think they'll they'll do pretty well. Um, safety over and, swag. Absolutely. I, I I think one of the you know the scariest things about this for us all as individuals is we don't quite know what's going to happen and where it's going to go. So I think any business or brand or service that can provide a sense of security and safety um, is going to do pretty well. 
Sean O'Neill, what's up, Sean? He says, uh, how long do you think the recovery will take? I guess there's a few phases to it. I guess lockdown phase one, re-establishment into the ecosystem phase two, and then probably the rebound of the cash three. So uh, thoughts on that one there, Ben? What do you think, how, how you think the hey, recovery? I'm, I'm, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm no expert. I'm no expert on this. If you if you look at you look at China, three four months, but that's a, that's pretty much a dictatorship where everyone was told to isolate and did. So I, look, I, I I don't know. As a as a small business owner myself, I hope it's pretty soon. It it just feel it feels to me illogical that this hiatus would continue forever because there is going to come a time pretty soon where employers start saying to their staff, "Okay, you're working from home." Now I need some outputs, you know. Yeah, that, that wave of now, like, yep. If you've been shit, it's like now do some shit. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because because I'm paying, I'm still paying you, you know. And and business owners like myself, I'm going to need to pay the bills. I'm going to need to start doing business. And so, so I, so I think we we will start to see activity picking up pretty quickly. I'm I'm certainly in the look in the last couple of days. I'm starting now to be approached by people and hear people who are getting their minds now back into the business going, okay, right, what do I need to do? How do we do this? So I think we will see things starting to change and pick up relatively soon. Whether When we get back to um, pre, pre-COVID levels, I just don't know. Yeah. The, um, the initial transition for this is challenging leaders to I'm calling it kind of you know, lead with love and care because there's obviously a lot of um, human management and, and emotional capital that's been sort of dealt out. But then um, the realities of commerce are going to kick in pretty pretty soon. And you know, someone was asking you say, do they go into further debt to pay payroll? Should they just shut up shop? All these different bits and pieces are sort of happening. So these tougher chats, I think, um, will will roll out. Um, I, I, so something I think sorry. I think is really something I think is really important is uh, I think people need to be kind to salespeople because we, we all know what <laughs> we're going through not. right now. <laughs> yeah. No, but 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 they're not right. It's like that's why sales yeah. is tough. You know, so people are not kind to salespeople. But right, right now, you know, here we are sitting in our homes. We've got kids on the other side of that door. You know, we've, it's all going on. You're going to start getting called by salespeople. You're going to get LinkedIn messages. You're going to get emails from people. Just be kind to them because they too have bills to pay, and everyone's in this together. So I think I think you know Jacinda's advice to be kind I think applies personally and in business as well. So just be understanding that when people approach you, it's not because they're dicks and they're insensitive and they're profiteering. It's because they're probably nervous about their 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 incomes too, just like you are. Uh, Jason Paris, CEO of uh, Vodafone, was saying that exact thing. Yeah, lead with kindness. You know, good human shit. It actually matters, especially in times like this. Um, the if you're a business right now and you've just lost staff and you're thinking about how to rejig for the future, um, what's a what's a way that they can mentally sort of approach this this next phase? Do you have any like tips or tricks for either r- routine or game plan or trying to just like elevate your strategic thinking? Where can they go? What can they do? Obviously, there's a bunch on YouTube. There's a bunch online. There's services like Monarchy that have popped up. There's together stronger. There's all sorts of stuff that's sort of rolling out. Where where would you navigate them to to try and um, get more, I guess, educated or prepared or, or just ready mentally and emotionally for this next phase? Yo, can you hear me? I think you, your audio's out. Shit. Can't can you hear me now? How's that? Yeah, bro, I got you. Did you mute yourself for that for like five seconds? Yeah. <laughs> your gamers control, mate. 
gamers yeah, yeah, control. No, go, but I think I don't, I was trying to lip read because I can kind of lip read. Did you say? Did you actually spell it Manaki.io? That's exactly what I did. Yes. Yeah. So, okay, so the first place okay. to go, go would, be, would be would be would be Manaki.io. M-A-N-A-A-K-I.io. So that's a good place to come and get free advice. We're on there. Lots of people are on there. Um, just giving giving good, solid, actionable advice. Um, a question that uh, a, a thing that I would I would implore all businesses to do right now is to ask three key questions. Um, so the three key questions that I would be asking. The first one is in this new world, who is your customer? Number two, what do they need? And number three, how should you be delivering it to them? So those three questions, if you can ask those and come up yeah. with the answers, which are probably quite different uh, than they were a few weeks ago, that mm -hmm. will give you the starting point to your to rejigging your commercial plan and working out how you're gonna how you're gonna meet people's needs. Those are good three questions because I think you're right that uh, the amount of businesses that have pivoted ridiculously insane in the last seven days has been something to watch. So, yeah, I can definitely see that. Um, very cool. Uh, if people want to uh, check out uh, you, your services, where can they go to? What can they do? Feel free to plug your stuff right about now. So go to www.thegrowery.co.nz, T-H-E-G-R-O-W-E-R-Y.co.nz. Um, and uh, also uh, have, a look on, have a look on LinkedIn for The Growery. Easy. That was solid. I, I know it's a, uh, a Saturday morning there. I, pr I appreciate your time. And um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting next wave, but I think you're, you're definitely at the, the front foot of where the headspace needs to be, especially in terms of ways to pivot and think about the, um, the growth and, and next phase for business. So I definitely appreciate your time, my friend. Any, any last final good words from you? Uh, yeah. If anyone needs help growing their revenues, you now know where to go. Ah, oh, just like that. Ben Rose, the grow. <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. Um, yeah, you. absolutely mega. Um, I'll just put, click this one here. Legend Bro, I'll see you soon. That was Ben Rose, uh, founder of The Growery, absolute legend, good human, um, and uh, joining us here on a Saturday morning there for New, for New Zealand time uh, with what he's up to. You can check him out at thegrowery.co.nz. Uh, so basically what I've been doing, as you can see for this whole week, I've just been kind of opening up my Rolodex and seeing a whole bunch of different people in different sectors to talk about business. We're going to have startups and CEOs and um, investors, banks, all sorts of different uh, people are going to be um, joining the show at, at different uh, times of day. We're going to have creators. We've actually got a creator coming up later later on today as well. So uh, enjoy the rest of the day, team, and I'll see you all soon. Peace.